All right. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. Uh, did you have a good Christmas, bud? Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. You, yeah, you knew who had a great Christmas, Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it did. Uh, mm. Welcome, everyone, to a belated football shit-talking live. We're on Monday this week because, well, last night was Christmas. And we didn't want to stream on Christmas because it felt a little too pathetic. So we're here tonight. Football's over. Kind of. I mean, there's football tomorrow. There's football all this. Oh, my God, dude. There is football every day this week, my brother in Christ. So, yeah, pretty base. Yeah. Did you get everything you wanted for Christmas? Yep. Oh, that's great. Well, I woke up this morning and found out white women still existed, so I didn't. So. Oh, well, that's fair. Yeah, it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, big weekend, big week, really, in general. The whole week, there was a bunch of uh, bowl games, allegedly. I'm going to be real with you. I didn't really watch any of them because it was Christmas week and I had better shit to do. So, uh, college college talk going to be uh, a little short, but that's okay. That's okay because there was plenty going on in the NFL. Plenty going on in the NFL. Sure was. So, let's, uh, let's kick it off with a little bit of news. Uh, speaking of college, ukulele heading to Oregon State, possibly. How are you feeling about that? Uh, I do believe that is confirmed now. It's no longer it possibly. Yeah, no, it, it is confirmed. And the thing is, I was watching some tape on other kids. That's right. That's how that's how committed I am to the show. I watch tape. I was watching some tape uh, of the kids that they have, like, recruited and committed. And these kids are out there for pro-style quarterbacks, of course. They're out there fucking slinging the rock. And I'm thinking, and you want to bring ukulele in? Like a proven dud? That's pretty bold. I mean, Oregon State wasn't that bad last year. No, or very, this year, right? very decent. Well, they do have an outgoing. I mean, that that is the issue. They do have an outgoing senior quarterback, but I mean, everyone behind him is just like, okay, yeah, it, it's high school kids, and sure, sure, I guess you can't discount college level experience, but ukulele, like I, we've talked about this throughout the year, like from pretty much the word go last year. Ukulele was a bust. Preseason 2021, ukulele was Heisman favorite. Clemson was going all the fucking way. All this. And then literally out of the gate, it's just like, oh, who the fuck is this? You know, nothing. So, I mean, you know, I, I don't even know how good of a leader he actually is, to be fair. I, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Because it, it really seemed like when they would take him out, and they put that other kid in at Clemson, like the team just seemed to kind of rally a little bit. So, yeah, uh, I felt like the writing was kind of on the wall for a large amount of that season. That this was just kind of a, all right, here you go, ukulele, but the actual guy is right behind you, waiting for his time. Yeah, and you know, kudos to kudos to uh, Dabo for not just immediately benching him. I mean, yeah, was it a controversial move? Yeah, kind of. But uh, you know, if you got a, if you got someone, you know, commit to them, and that's the kind of that's the kind of brother that uh, Dabo is. So, right. did did it work out for them? No, but I mean, to be fair, that team had some problems across the board. So, uh, I also saw Slovis out of uh, what a uh, pin, not not pin pit, is heading to BYU. 
How do you feel oh, about that? I saw he was transferring. I didn't know it went to BYU. I, th- I believe I saw that earlier. I, th- I believe that's official now that he is he's going to BYU. So, uh, you know, BYU. I don't know if Gunnar Romney is graduating this year. I, I'm, I'm going to say he is. I feel like Gunnar's been there for like 30 years. Gunnar Romney. Let's see. Uh, yeah, he's a senior, so... Um, going to be losing a huge weapon there at wide receiver next year. So, I mean, Slovis, not, not, not the worst quarterback we've ever seen. Certainly Pitt had a middling year, but I don't really think it was his fault. Um, but I, you know, it really depends. Can they get someone like Gunnar Romney to be that weapon, that target for him? Right. I don't know. So, uh, I think that was all pretty much, all the, there was a lot of recruiting news this week because this was early signing. Uh, Alabama, of course, had a top uh, number one class, followed by Georgia. And then I want to say, who was it at number three? Was it Miami? It was, it was Miami at number three, yeah. Bro. Like, who who's worse about, like, just eternally chasing the dream? Is it Texas or is it Miami? Well, so I heard that Miami basically has like a law firm that gives them a trillion dollars to do big NIL deals. So that's a ah, big reason for it. That makes sense. And and Texas at least does go to and win bowl games, big yeah. bowl games. Miami is Miami even bowl eligible this year? I want to say no. Let's see. Uh, uh, I don't think they are. <laughs> yeah, they're five and seven. What the fuck, man? How are you gonna go five and seven and then get a number three recruiting class? I mean, obviously, like you said, it's in it's a big nil thing, but hmm. I feel like Mario Cristobal's gotta be like. I, I mean, I realize it's its first season, but you know, damn. Right. Yeah, it was a bad season. <laughs> like, damn, dude. And I mean, especially because I mean, look at look at look at the depth. Mario Cristobal, good coach. Kevin Steele, a defensive coordinator, great coach. Co-defensive coordinator, Charlie Strong, also a great coach. You've got some talent there. And okay, yeah, sure, you went five and seven. It could have been worse. Where did they go in twenty twenty one? Let's see. They yeah, they went seven and five with Manny fucking Diaz. You know, this little step back. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I don't know about that. I don't think they'll shit the bed as hard as Tamu did this year with their recruiting class, but that was just a special level of failure that I, I don't think anyone except, uh, that was pretty hilarious. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, NFL news. What do we got there? So obviously top of the list there Tua once again, got his noggin jogged. So not uh, Yeah. So Tua. Does is was put in concussion protocol tonight, actually. Yes. And the thought is it happened somewhere in the third quarter, and that kind of explains what happened at that second half. Yeah, that does. I, that because I, I mean, we were talking about that, you know, while we were watching Discord, and it's like, um, like, is who is who is this? This isn't Tua. Yeah. He Tua doesn't throw three interceptions. He throws maybe one, and then he writes the ship. But yeah. That does actually explain a lot of shit. So, um, some other news: uh, Pro Bowl rosters got revealed. So oh yeah, we can, we can take a look through those if we want. Yeah, sure. Go ahead and walk us through it. Uh, all right, one second. So this AFC 
getting ads from NFL. Very cool. Of course. Whoop, shit. So starter, quarterbacks, we got Mahomes, obviously. Mm. Josh Allen, obviously. And mm-hmm. Burrow, obviously. Mm-hmm. Tua was top fan voting, but I guess uh, coaches and players disrespected his name. So Yeah, well. Oh, we got a guy in the chat. Broncos country, we try. Oh, that is a <laughs> very accurate name. Holy shit. That is, that is an S-tier name, my brother in Christ. I'm uh, Personally, I'm big on the Niners defense. That's a hot take, honestly. Listen, bet I Dallas defense good. Micah Parsons great player, but I, give me the Niners defense. Broncos country, we tried. <laughs> uh, that's that's the funniest shit I've heard all day, man. I do oh, have man. to preface that with the fact that I am a Giants fan, so I inherently mm-hmm. dislike the Cowboys. Yeah, well, who doesn't inherently dislike the Cowboys? To be fair, a lot of people in America. You say that, and yet I don't think I've ever actually met an honest-to-God Cowboys fan. And yet somehow they make the most money. That's true. Some, well, hey, you, I mean, controversial, but I'll, I know it's it's you know it's, it's the thing to call them America's team, but I think a lot of the support that they get is actually from south of the border. So, you know. I can see that. I, I, what it is. I mean, I, I watched the thing. They had a great thing on ESPN uh, a couple of years ago. I, I can't quite remember when. But they had a thing on ESPN talking about these rich people down in, like, Mexico City that, like, rent a bus and all the stuff and bus up to Dallas, like, every weekend that they're playing at home to watch them. So it's just... You know, it's it's just kind of it kind of is. So there's just a big old busload of rich Mexicans going up to watch the Cowboys play. I don't know why I put that accent on, but... But yeah, no. Um, yeah, no. In summation, fuck the Cowboys. I think it's what uh, we're saying here. Yeah, and looks like our boy in the chat agrees. Yeah, well, there you go. Broncos country, we tried. Yeah, right. we'll get into Broncos country in a bit. Yeah, we will. All right, going with. Uh, All uh, right, so but, running yeah. backs for the AFC: Nick Chubb, Browns. Pretty obvious pick there. Josh Jacobson. Somewhat surprising. Well, you said this earlier. That was kind of surprising that Derrick Henry made it, but I mean, at the end of the day, a mid-season for Henry is still a pretty good season. Yeah, I mean, but I just feel like it's been like an atrociously mid. And I mean, yeah, you look at some of the stats in a couple of games, and yeah, okay, sure, he pops off, but like overall, eh. Well, I think part of it is the Titans as a team kind of stink. Yeah, and defenses obviously focus on stopping Henry. So yeah. And then when the voting is a lot, God like two thirds of the voting is coaches and players, they kind of respect the fact of how much they have to commit to stopping Henry. That's gonna, true. I, that's true. That's what I'm going to put it out at. Okay. No, I mean, that, I believe that as much as anything else. Uh, fullback, because that's a position that still exists for about two teams. Sure. Part of the Raven. Sure. Uh, wide receiver, we got Tyreek Hill, Stefan Diggs, Devontae Adams, Jamar Chase kind of feel like you're disrespecting waddle there but all right uh, yeah a little bit honestly it just it, the recurring theme seems to be here is just disrespecting the dolphins right uh tight end kelsey and mark andrews shocker yeah, big shocker about kelsey uh you got offensive tackles laramie tunsell taron armstead and orlando brown people definitely know those names Broncos country, which tried says, do you think two is the future for the Dolphins? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think so. Uh, I think two is good. I think they 
they've kind of fucked up pretty bad this season with the whole concussion issues. Yeah. That's, also, that was... Go ahead. Uh, I also don't... With the current quarterback situation in the NFL, I think Tua is by far and ahead better than any near replacement they could get. Yeah, but that was what I was going to say, though. Like, his propensity to stay injured is is kind of a problem. Uh, I think I, I mentioned this early on. Uh, he had this issue at Alabama, right? Then, in fact, that was that was one of the huge things in 2018, 19. 2019 was uh, when, you know, he, he, he got hurt earlier in the season. I think it was a rib injury. Uh, then he tore his Achilles. It just, it, it just seemed like he spent more games hurt than he did actually playing. And uh, it's a different kinds of injuries, but that seems to be repeating itself now here in the NFL. All right. And that did cause his draft stock to drop a bit with all did. the injuries. It, yeah, yeah, it did. Um, and considering the nature of the injuries, concussions, I mean, one con- one concussion is as bad as several like physical injuries i mean i really like a concussion is a physical injury but uh, you know what i mean i mean getting your brain rattled like that that that's cumulative that adds up i mean you can you can do a lot of rehab for arms legs ribs everything and get back to some sort of baseline some sort of normalcy but i mean once you get your bell rung it stays rung and makes each further ringing that much worse so uh, and yep. two, two, two concussions within a fairly short amount of time. I mean, that first one was what late October, something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's bad. I mean, that's bad, bad. So, uh, you know, as far, but you know, as far as being the future for the dolphins, if he, if he can stop getting concussions, I'm not laughing at him getting concussions. I'm just saying, if he can stop, if that can stop, yeah. I, and I don't see, because you're right. Like, who the fuck are they going to go get? Bryce? No. Why would you do that? There ain't much. There, there like, two. And as we were saying with the Pro Bowl, major disrespect, of course. But you know, maybe because of the maybe because of the injury. Sure, sure, sure. Well, uh, well. At the same time, I mean. Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. Are I was good, I so. was just about to say that. I, you know, it may not be so much disrespect as, as you are literally just in like the most stacked division uh, for quarterbacks in the league. So it is what it is. Yep, but he definitely no. I mean, Miami ain't got anyone, and especially as hard as they fought against Tua for the first two years down in Miami. Oh, that was that was so fucked. That was that made me angry, and I'm like, I don't even give a shit about the the. Uh, the Dolphins, yeah. So, yeah, I definitely think they're the future. He's the future. Right, well, hopping over to the NFC now. Uh, your boy Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. starter starter for the NFCs, definitely deserved. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Mm. Well, we'll see if he plays. <laughs> That's that. The, this weekend's game actually just popped into my mind, so he might be. Right. Well, he wasn't playing this weekend, but oh, he wasn't, was he? No, uh, Geno Smith. I know that's a, that might be a bit of a shocker to some people. No, Kurt Cousin. So. I mean, Geno was slinging it. It's just mm. if when you going into the season, if you had to pick your three Pro Bowl quarterbacks, I don't think it's not Gino. anyone would have said Jalen Hurts, Geno Smith, and Kirk Cousins. But, but to be fair, like I'm thinking back to that very first game. Oh man, we got a Jalen for MVP in the chat. Hey, I'm fully behind him, man. Fully behind him. 
uh, going back to that very first game of the season, well, not very first game of the season, but that first Seahawks game of the season, right? When they were going to play the Broncos and we're like, they're going to beat the tires off them. And then the game happened, right? And we all kind of went, oh, okay. The Seahawks aren't good by any stretch of the imagination, but they're way better than they should be because of him. Yeah, they definitely went on a pretty solid run. Yeah. And the past few weeks, they've kind of fallen off pretty hard. But. Sure, but that, you know, late in the season, injuries, fatigue starts building up. Yeah, I get it. I get yeah, it. Yeah, they've really put, I think they just put the respect on uh, Gino. And he definitely, he deserves it, in my opinion. He did, because talk about a kid who, like, came into the league and then just went from, like, wow to literal who status overnight. Because you know, he got drafted by the Jets, and I feel like he had maybe one, like, half a solid season with them before the doubt started, and then he just fell off and you didn't hear about it for years. Yeah, he spent some time with, he spent like a year with the Giants, I think some time mm-hmm. with the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Apparently yeah. he's been on the Seahawks for three years now. Uh-huh. So, um, <laughs> I do think that's kind of funny. Like, you know, you you talk about that narrative last year and saying like, oh, the Seahawks lose their like primetime quarterback and they actually kind of break even in the end. You think that's crazy, but... Yeah, more, not so much. I mean, more they won because they got players and draft capital out of it. So. That's true. Solid point, actually. So, uh, so running backs on NFC: Saquon Barkley, mm-hmm. my favorite, my goat, mm-hmm. Tony Pollard from the Cowboys, kind of cringe, and yeah, Miles Sanders from the Eagles. Uh, I do think it's pretty fucked up that Christian McCaffrey isn't on this list. It really is. Yeah, I mean, it really, really is. Because, like, have people been looking at what he's been doing in the Niners or just me? Like, that man goes crazy every game. Uh, wide receivers, Justin Jefferson. No shocker there. Mm. Speaking of Justin Jefferson, I did see that there's uh, people who want to ha- have him in the MVP discussion this year. But it, it really has to be said that when Cooper Cup last year had pretty much the best possible wide receiver season in a, in recent history and he only got one vote and Justin Jefferson is on track to be worse stats than that I don't think it's going to happen mm-hmm. uh, AJ Brown CD Lamb and Terry McLaurin fuck Terry McLaurin mm. that's because I'm a giant fan you know? uh, no, I, just, I just hate people named Terry that's fair uh, what about when his name is Scary Terry Ooh, you gonna throw that one with throw that one at me live? I am. Oof. I am. I mean, I make the exception. I make the exception. Yeah. All right. And yeah, there's a bunch of offensive line people and defensive people. I don't know, it's a bunch of names. My grandpa's name is Terry. Well, I mean, you're uh, obviously your grandparent. Your grandpa's okay. All right. So, all right. Well, well yeah, Terry's definitely a name from a different era. I definitely, yeah, yeah, that's true. Like a brother, na- a brother named Terry that was born in like 1945, he hard, right? But a brother named Terry that was born in like 1996, uh, uh-uh. that dude's like got a bowl cut. He's Fortnite dancing in the halls at middle school. That's the kind of dude. That's the kind of dude you're thinking about there. So, I salvaged that nicely, didn't I? Yeah, and I just to jump over to a bit more NFL news. Uh, the Commanders news came out that offers for the team were. Oh yeah, well north of seven billion dollars. Jesus Christ, a lot of money. That's so much money. And the Broncos, who sold this year, sold for four point six billion. So that's so much. That's so much money, man. 
That's so dumb. Because it's not even like I. I mean, I realize it's an NFL franchise and there's a floor, you know. But yeah. it's the it's the Commanders, bro. <laughs> this ain't this ain't you know again this ain't the fucking Cowboys. It's the Commanders. I think it's just the amount of money in the NFL that uh, yeah, you just yeah. get from owning a team is so yeah much. yeah. That's kind of ridiculous because that sets a precedent going forward. That if any other team, like I mean, we're gonna get to the point here in like ten years that if you want to sell a team, you're gonna have to devote at least twenty bill. So. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Broncos, though, head coach Nathaniel Hackett fired. Thank God, man. Fucking didn't make it through a single season. Didn't make it through a single season. I yeah. believe I also saw that some uh, other coaches and the staff were also fired. So yeah. I mean, after their no. performance uh, this weekend. All right, so of course, they hired the Green Bay Packers offensive coordinator. That was Nathaniel Hackett. Someone whose career was made off of Aaron Rodgers. Sure. Throwing passes to Devontae Adams. Sure, yeah. And someone who didn't call plays and had no head coaching experience. So that's that's how that ended up. And... uh, I guess we will. Obviously, they had to get rid of him over Russ because yeah, didn't pay two hundred twenty million dollars for the coach. Yeah, no, they paid a lot for Russ. So they're keeping Russ. Maybe a new coach can figure help Russ out. Well, I, I heard on the Sean Taylor statue in the Commander Stadium. So can you even call that a statue? Man? No, that was no. That you know what you can call that? You really know, fucked up. You know what you can call that? A fucking insult. If if I really if I was. found out someone says Taylor, you're getting a statue, and I go, ha, yeah, about time, about fucking time. And then I show up, and it's literally like a mannequin with a jersey on it. Someone's getting punched at bare minimum. It's it's so fucked up. I'm I'm throwing all bows. the other just scandals in the commanders like <laughs> organization. The fact that they do that. It is. It really like is funny that will, it's yeah, like, wow. it's really funny that one organization just keeps fucking up so consistently. But, and uh, I think it was last year where like their stadium like broke and almost like killed Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I remember that. Oh my god! It's like, god damn. Yeah, man. Well, uh, so uh, you had a point there. I can just move. Oh, I was I was just gonna uh, parlay that into talking about the college. Oh, there's still a few more things. Oh, okay, run it down. Uh, so big news for NFL. Uh, Sunday game ticket, whatever it's called. I forget. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it's just a game ticket. Game? game? No, that doesn't sound right. Game ticket? A Sunday ticket. Sunday. Sunday ticket. ticket. Okay, was- yeah. The Sunday ticket is finally getting off DirecTV, which literally no one owns, and it's yeah. on the YouTube TV. Thank God. Days. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. Because I have, I mean, we've talked about this before. I have YouTube TV, and it is great. Right. So. I believe they're offering it both on YouTube TV and then, like, just as an exclusive side package. You don't need to have YouTube TV to buy, which is pretty basic. That's also extremely basic, yeah. I wonder, did they say, is it going to be, like, is it going to be an add-on package to YouTube TV or just part of YouTube TV? It's probably going to be an extra thing you have to pay. Well, I asked that because... I think it's even staying at the same price as it was on DirecTV. That's I kind don't of, know off the top of my head. Well, that is, that's exactly what I was about to get into. Uh, because Sunday Ticket on DirecTV, for, I believe for the 2020 season, 
Yes. And the 2021, you didn't have to pay for it. Now, I don't know if that changed in 2022, but uh, it had been for a while that they weren't charging people for it. Um, 2020, obviously, yes. was uh, an extenuating circumstance, to say the least. But yeah. uh, I, well, we'll have to see. Um, I would I would I would probably get it. I'd probably get it. Because yeah, I, mean, I, well, I you watch all the games pretty sick. I was about to say, fucking, I know who will be buying it. My mother, so she can watch Jalen Hurts. So, Base. Yeah, a little bit, actually. Uh, and then I just wanted to shout out the uh, Chiefs super fan. Oh, you got I love this story. So, uh, my boy, uh, Chiefsaholic, I believe his name was. Let me see if, I, hold on, let me see if I can find this while you're talking about it. It's in the sports channel. I want, I want, yeah, here it is. Let me, let me pull this up and put it on screen because this is too funny not to. All right, go ahead. All right, so my boy Chiefsaholic yeah. goes to every Chiefs game, home or away, <laughs> always sitting in the front row. Yeah. Betting lots of money on games. And people ask him, like, how do you, how do you do it? How do you get the money for this? Right. You know, I'm, I'm always hustling. Turns out my man's is hustling by robbing banks at gunpoint to pay for <laughs> games. In, in which this, he does it in the same mask he in wears. In the game. same fucking mask. Oh my god, that's so funny. And it turns out uh, this week he pulled up to some bank in whatever town near this game was being played at. And the whoa, cops whoa, whoa, call him like, wait, 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 wait. So hold on. So you're telling me, because uh, I'm sorry. When 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 you first said that, I was under the assumption that like he was he was robbing them around Kansas City. So you're saying this guy would go to the town that they were playing in too, and rob banks. Oh yes, yeah. he would go to this random small towns on the way and just rob banks. <laughs> <laughs> what the. What uh, yeah, fuck? I guess he he picked the wrong small town. He got arrested. Uh, apparently, fans were like calling the police, like concerned about him because like he never misses games, and they didn't know he was arrested. <laughs> that's the funniest fuck. I didn't know that part of it. God, that's so funny. Hold on, he's wearing a red hat. Is it? Is it literally? What's well, not? Okay, so it's at least not a Kansas City hat. We'll give him that. All right, we'll give him points for that. It is the same mask though. It is, yeah. So, what the fuck? <sighs> Absolutely incredible what football fans will do. You know, yeah. I, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go ahead and say, fucking love the hustle, man. Love the hustle. Do what. Do what you got to do, man. It's it's hard out there for a brother. So, that's great. I love yeah, that. Someone. That was it for the news for me. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I see that's your feel good story of the week right there. That's your feel good story. So, uh, not feeling good though, as we go into college football. Uh, fun fact the SEC is 0 2 in bowl games so far. Did you know that? I did, but also it's Florida and Mizzo, which, like, yeah, yeah. they're bringing our reputation down. But yeah. That's what we would expect out of those schools. Yeah. Uh, Florida, who, of course, notoriously, we talked about it on last week's episode, who notoriously got, uh, as the old folks would say, the shit kicked out of them to Oregon State. Uh, 
bring that back around to them. Uh, fucking just got demolished. And then what, what was Mizzou? Mizzou was playing Wake Forest, which if you like Wake Forest, obviously is a very middling ACC team. Sure. It's fine. It's great. But you're, you're SEC. Like, uh, you're SEC. I just feel like that that's grounds to get kicked out. Or losing to number 14, Oregon State. Okay, fine. Sure. Fine. That's a, that's a power five school. That's the Pac-12. They're actually decent this year. They're ranked number 14. Sure. All right. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Wake Forest is eight and fucking five. And you go down to Raymond James Stadium and embarrass them. Just kick them out. Just, honestly, just kick them out. Like, I don't know. Send them to the AEC. I don't know. Fuck Missouri. I have always hated Missouri so much. Like, yeah, okay. So, I'm, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm looking at Wake Forest L's here. All right. Close loss to Clemson. Blowout at Louisville. Close-ish loss to NC State, two-point game to North Carolina, and then a three-point loss to rival Duke. Okay, yeah, sure, fine. Doesn't matter. You're fucking Missouri. You shouldn't lose to Midland. I'm just, oh, my God. Fucking, mmm. Fuck off. So, I'll run down some of the bowl games real quick. Like I said at the top of the show, I did not watch almost any of these. It was Christmas week. I did have a lot going on. But uh, we'll run it back a little bit. New Mexico State, so that one's today. Uh, big win for Jerry Kill down there. Good to see Jerry Kill still coaching. Jerry Kill, obviously, a uh, longtime coach in Minnesota. Uh, retired after some health issues, actually, uh, I believe. Uh, back in the game down in New Mexico State. What's funny about New Mexico State, and uh, it is Bowling Green, Mac team. Who gives a shit? Quick lane, bowl, you know. Ugh. But uh, New Mexico State has like historically been like a <laughs> a team that you see on your schedule and you go, well, that's that's the dub. That's that's uh, that's the rest of the players. But, you know, seven and six season. Not bad. Not bad. So big not respect bad. there. Yeah. Big respect to Jerry Kill. Love to see him still in the game. Uh, love to see him still alive, honestly, especially, you know, these days. Um, nice to see that he's not actually Jerry killed. Yeah, yeah. Um, fun fact: there was a there was a website for a long time called FireJerryKill.com because he was kind of he was a long time coach at Minnesota, but he was never a good a long time good coach, if you know. Right. Yeah. So uh, a lot of a lot of things. All right, Myrtle Beach Bowl, Marshall UConn. Honestly, I didn't even know that game happened. To be perfectly honest. I'm no, here. you did. It was just a long time ago. Did I? Talking about it I I'm looking at UConn and I literally don't remember seeing them play at all. I remember asking you on the day of who we're rooting for, and you said Marshall. That's right. I remember now because I said there's no way in hell I'm pulling for a women's basketball team. That was it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay. Well, maybe I watched it. I don't fucking remember it. It was 28-14. Who thinks cares? Um. Eastern Michigan, San Jose State. Now, this is actually an interesting one. I, I did watch this because I remember it was the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, and I love French fries. Oh, and I've seen those French fries in the thumbnail. I yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm actually kind of hungry now, although I've ate way too much today. I wanted to give this shout-out, though, to Eastern Michigan. Eastern Michigan had not won a bowl game since 1986. So, hey, big, big dub. Oh, my man's is asking yeah. if we think William should have won the Heisman, and well. 
No, I do not. No, I don't, but I don't really think anyone else should have won it either. Like, this was just a really middling year for most players. So Yeah, I think my opinion on it, which we've, we've discussed previously, but, like, yeah, Williams had the stats for it, so that's yeah. why he won it. But in terms of the leadership aspect of the Heisman, I don't believe he had any of that. Mm -mm. No, in fact, we've talked before about... You know, we don't we don't think he has that. Well, like you said, leadership that that little stunt where he had like fuck Utah painted on his fingernails, which a that's so yeah that's cringe on like fourteen different levels. So uh, yeah, no. Yeah, he also I, made fun of uh, Duggan for crying after his loss and then went lost as well. Ah, so. <laughs> uh, fuck you. Yeah, no. Um, I wish I obviously wish it had been Bryce, but that's by association. I wish Alabama had, had a better year. Obviously, your boy here wishing it was uh, Hooker. Yeah, wishing they had had a better year, but they didn't. So, and they don't have. Wishing they don't. That have... South Carolina game never happened. Oh my god! I can hell. Anyway, back to it. Uh, Liberty and Toledo. Liberty, of course. Uh, oh, Hugh Freeze on his way out. Shocker, they lost. This was an absolute fucking snoozer. Yeah, and the roofclaim.com, Boca Raton Bowl. Yeah. Do you see Utah in the top four next year? No. Uh-uh. I mean, Utah's way too inconsistent of a team. Uh, unless they can fix those inconsistencies next year, I'm shocked if they're even a top 10 team next year. I don't... I, I, off the top of my head, I'm not 100% certain what talent they're losing. But, I mean, unless you can fix those problems. Because, I mean, Utah, of course, n n notably dropped their first game to Florida. <laughs> who then goes that on a fucking... <laughs> Oregon uh, well, two inconsistent teams, honestly. But Utah, most of all, was inconsistent. Uh, they, they did have an impressive run. But, again, I just don't see it, honestly. Yeah, dude, they got to run into the revamped Colorado next year. <laughs> I'll tell you, though, I actually, I mean, we've talked about I don't think we have talked about it, but uh, all those players following uh, primetime over to Colorado is, is, is yeah. very interesting. It's very interesting. I, I believe I said um, I said I, I don't think how his his personality and culture would fit into Colorado. It might. uh but I think I also said like I don't, I don't know if he if primetime is gonna be like the coach that one day is seen as like, like he's known for being a Colorado coach, but I think he's almost kind of in a way like he's a rebuilding coach, right? And could he get him back on the national stage? I think is the question that needs to be asked. Colorado think has a 50 50 and being great or horrible yeah i'm kind of in the same boat i mean this is a huge jump for him honestly this is a huge is. gamble like he could have he could have stayed at jackson state for the rest of his life uh they'd build a statue to him in jackson they would love him they'd probably name a couple of streets after him they'd be terrible streets full of potholes but they they would be streets named after him but he went nah fuck that i'm going back up to the bigs I'm going to fix literally like the third most broken program in the country. Uh, no, actually, it might be the most broken because Kansas kind of got their shit together. And I mean, Syracuse was OK for a while. So, yeah, actually, it might be the most broken program in the country. So, I yeah, mean, I definitely respect the hustle. I see exactly what I was about to say. Grind. You do. Uh, because, you know, a lot of people can just get very, the immediately, immediately jumped into my mind, Kirk Ferentz. 
who's been at Iowa for about 75 years now. I don't think he's ever taken a gamble in his entire life. But, hey, they love him there. So, you know, it works. But Despite uh, that team being that team. Well, Iowa, talk about inconsistent. They're just inconsistent on a longer time scale, right? Like, Iowa will be, like, flirting with the playoffs one year, and the next year they'll go, like, 4-10. So... Uh, yeah, Liberty and Toledo, Hugh Freeze halfway out, dropped it. God, what a fucking boring game. I think I fell asleep during this game and didn't care, so. Uh, Western Kentucky and South Alabama, I remember this one because we were pulling for South Alabama, and it was in New Orleans. Uh, South Alabama just, like, got the dog shit beat at him in the first half and tried to mount something in the second half, but it just didn't take. too far gone. Yeah, too far gone. Western Kentucky just ran away with it in the first half. I almost like it to, an- to the eighteen percent attendance for this game. Yeah. Uh, woof. Well, I, I mean, these are two middling programs that don't travel well uh, with a record-breaking winter storm on the way. So, oh, that is true. That was yeah. That did kind of happen this week. Yeah, it did. It did. Uh, Baylor and Air Force. Bay- you hate to see Baylor dropping a losing season, but uh, it is what it is. Air Force sitting at ten and three, though. I mean, that's kind of crazy. Of the uh, the service academies, Air Force is like far and away the best one. So. Yeah, and I did see that. Uh, I know there's that whole controversy with one of the new bills being passed and government like basically preventing uh, military service schools from being able to be drafted. <laughs> Like force them to go get uh, go straight to service, but I did see right. that uh, they're like changing that so the players can actually go play in the NFL before doing their service. No, oh, that's that's good. Uh, there was also talk about it too. Like uh, I don't think any of the service guys are eligible for NIL either, so it, it makes it really. It's like the the thought there is that recruiting is going to be very tough for them because I mean you're already asking a lot out of them, obviously. Yeah. And then you're not going to get paid any. So that's kind of rough. But I mean, I, I suppose I understand. And it's about commitment. If Ohio State wins in Michigan versus each other, would it be the biggest national championship game ever? I, I don't know about it, ever. Uh, but... um, I would appreciate if you didn't put that evil into the world, though. <laughs> uh, I actually would appreciate you to put that evil in the world because that would mean Georgia lost. Which, because. Yeah, but... I'd much rather see a Michigan TCU natty than a Michigan Ohio State natty. Sure, 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 sure. But I did see, I'll bring this up now because it's relevant. Uh, while I was doing research earlier, I saw an article on ESPN talking about how Kirby Smart made Georgia the new Alabama. Oh, I saw that too. I was like, good Lord. Uh, yeah, and I just physically recoiled in cringe. I went, oh my God, you really going to run that one? Fucking hell. All right, moving on. Uh, let's see. Oh, I wanted to mention uh, in terms of biggest natties ever. I oh, right. The the most memorable one question. to me was probably the. Uh, I really enjoyed the Clemson LSU one. With yeah. Burrow versus yeah. Key Law. That was a very good game in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, I, but I mean, I guess as far as as far as like big as in hyped, I don't know if you're gonna beat that 2006 game. To be quite honest. USC, sure. Texas, like, I just think that's, like, an all-time greatest. Uh, but I, th- I think as far as big as in, like, who shows up for it, uh, I mean, 
I, I think it could be because those are two teams that just fucking hate each other. Like there's been some rivalries that have shown up in the uh, natty, uh, most notably Alabama twice now with uh, LSU, Georgia. But those aren't our primary rivals. LSU obviously is just kind of a middling rival and then Georgia's, well, new, just a new rival. But like if I was even going to say like Auburn. But that's not a fair comparison because Auburn's fan base, Auburn's alumni, Auburn's legacy isn't even remotely close to Michigan or Ohio State. So, yeah, I mean, I, I guess in that respect, yeah, it could be the biggest ever. But um, sure. And that would be that would be something else. Oh, God. The, the problem is then you would never have people shut up about the game ever again. Because they'd be like, oh, my ass. Moving on. I wanted to go back to that Baylor Air Force game. Uh, This was held in, like, I want to say San Antonio or something. And I want to say it was seven degrees. It was cold as fuck. Uh, Same same with this uh, Louisiana-Houston game, which I actually, this is what I've been excited all night to talk about. And you know exactly fucking why. Um, So, Louisiana-Houston was, it was an all right game. Uh, Oh, good night. Good night, Broncos country. We try. Good night. Um, Thanks for coming by. Yeah. I wanted to... (laughs) So, Louisiana obviously sucked. Uh, It was in Shreveport, which, again, was about three degrees. Shout out. Um, Sure, this game's great. Whatever. But this game had my dog of the week. And that dog of the week, his name is fucking hawk. hawk look at look at this this is a football guy right here and that is a football move my man goes for that tee and he goes for the fucking dive hair mullet blowing in the wind back to the sideline with a little tumble fucking energy by the way again it's about seven degrees here that ground is frozen all right, but he is fueled purely by that fucking mullet. And this guy is fucking nuts. He's been doing this all year apparently. He's uh he's like an equipment manager with uh with with Houston. Uh he's big on Twitter. People have loved I hadn't heard about him obviously cuz I don't watch Houston football cuz who fucking does. Right. But man, you this guy reminds me of uh back in 2013. Florida State had a similar kind of guy. That, they called him Big Red. Uh, uh, I'm not gonna pull it up, but yeah, he was also an equipment manager. But I think he was like a ball. He was just like a ball boy, right? Uh, but he was like he had this big, like almost a fro of like red hair, looked like an old redhead stepchild, and he was just fucking. You would see this dude do like a 440 down the sidelines, right? just absolutely love the hustle. there is no one that has more hustle in college football than equipment guys they're just built different man um but yeah as far as the game yeah, i don't you, know you really love to see the passion out of hawk though. yeah you really do so that's a that's a dude so first like you look at this dude like he might have played in high school probably played you know pop warner elementary or something Eh, didn't get any attention paid to him going into uh high school uh college right wants to stay in the game right Gets a, gets a yep. job, equipment manager on the sidelines. He keeps that same energy. He'd have that same energy if he was playing. Ah, you fucking love it. And it's just it, that's the love of the game, man. That's the love of the fucking game. And I, really? I've I've said a thousand times, like obviously on this show, you know, I'm the college guy way more than I am uh, an NFL guy, and that's why college just has a soul to it that i don't think pro- professional does to a certain extent but i mean we can't discount chiefs the holic 
Sure, 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 sure. But when you, uh, as far as the players and the kids on the field, it, it becomes different when it starts being a job as opposed to, I mean, because, you know, yes, they are getting money, but at its core, college football is still an amateur sport, essentially. And to see this level of just love, it's just, it's so great, man. So great. I almost make you want to cry, but I'm not because oh. I'm a man. Uh, yeah, that game sucked. Wake Forest, Missouri sucked. Middle Tennessee, I, I didn't, I did not watch it. It was literally Christmas Eve. Yeah, I'm, I'm very with you. I, yeah, I want to watch it. Me too. It was out in Hawaii. Yeah. Probably pretty nice for them. Sad to see Brady Hoke drop, uh, drop one because he has brought San Diego State kind of back a little bit. Uh, but you know, middle Tennessee, obviously well, around here, big Tennessee respecters, Murfreesboro, obviously not in the good part of Tennessee, but it's closer to the good part of Tennessee than say, you know, Memphis. That's a shout out to, uh, San Diego state, turning the ball over five times. <laughs> Damn it. Dude kept it that close. That's impressive. Yeah. So shout, shout out to maiden here being 19 for 43. Oof. Rough oh, wow. game. Uh, and then, yeah, all this week we got games. Uh, tomorrow, Georgia Southern and Buffalo at the Crampton Bowl in Montgomery. Memphis no, and... Camellia Bowl. What oh, was... No, it's being played at the Crampton oh. Bowl. The game is the Camellia Bowl. I oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Camellia Bowl, whatever the fuck that is. Speaking of Memphis, they're playing Utah State. Battle of six and sixes. Who cares? The chance. Oh, a little directional uh, Carolina here at the Birmingham Bowl um, at Protective Stadium, the new one. It's not playing at the fucking Legion Field anymore. Put your life into your own hands. Chance playing the Buccaneers, Pirates, Swashbucklers. I don't know what the hell they are. Go Chance. Love them. Uh, and then finally, tomorrow night, we have actual teams playing. Uh, Wisconsin and Oklahoma State. I did see Luke Fickle will be deferring this game to uh and as some assistant coach i believe uh he won't be coming in for it so uh we will not be seeing luke fickle's debut as the wisconsin head coach yet uh against oklahoma state yeah kind of guaranteed raid ball down in phoenix uh which should be warm actually again or is or is things warming back up eh, 64 degrees yeah. Eh, for yeah, phoenix 64 in phoenix is i mean that's that's kind of wild it's cold for them yeah, uh, love to see it. Uh, Wednesday, UCF and Duke. Don't care. Kansas and Arkansas will be playing uh, the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. Kind of want to see Arkansas pull this one out, but at the same time, we could uh, we could use a win for the SEC. Sure, but at the same time, you kind of want to see Kansas pull out with a winning season. Kind of a little bit, especially considering they. <laughs> Especially considering the, the, what kind of fucking year they had. Remember when they were undefeated and then they literally just stopped winning football games? Uh, yeah, I do. They, yeah, they got game day to come to town. They lost and it all... Literally all the day game day came. Oh, it, <laughs> they didn't win anything. And then they somehow beat a ranked team and then just lost everything. God, what a fuck of a clusterfuck. So, yeah, I, I honestly, like... I think Kansas meets us way more than Arkansas does. So, pulling for Arkansas. Yeah, uh, then, finally got another ranked match. Well, not a ranked matchup, but a ranked team. Oregon. Old Bo Nix out there slanging it. 
uh, North Carolina. Drake May, I did see Drake May is thinking about going into the transfer portal. Did I see that correctly? Uh, Maybe. The thing about transfer talk. Maybe. Maybe. Potentially. Possibly. Maybe. I don't know. In the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl, that's a mouthful, in San Diego, California. Cool. Uh, oh, hey, and then we finally have more SEC action. Texas Tech and Ole Miss. Now, this is an easy one, obviously. You know. Fuck hot, Ole Miss. Hot. Oh. I was going to say hotty toddy, but you're saying nah? Well, I mean, we can't have, like, 0-4 for the SEC, so Ole Miss, we probably do want to pull. Yeah. Yeah. It really, I don't like either of these teams. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, it's really rough that we kind of front-ended bowl season with all the teams we hate. So, well, except Arkansas. I don't have anything against Arkansas. So. I guess that's what happens when they're bad, huh? That's true. That's true, yeah. Syrah Thursday, Syracuse and Minnesota at the Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, speaking of Jerry Kill, Jerry Kill's old team here. Uh, PJ Flex current team. I think. I think he's still the coach. I don't think he's been fired yet. I'm pretty sure he's still there. Uh, looks like Ibrahim. Like, bro, he got an extension. Through oh, that's right. Yeah, he got an extension despite being mediocre. Uh, Syracuse, I'm just going to go ahead and predict, utterly shits the bed, just like they did like literally every other single important game this year, namely yep. Clemson and Notre Dame. So, yeah. Now, this one, this is actually an interesting game right here. 430 ESPN, Cheez It Bowl, Oklahoma, and Florida State. Man, that's actually going to be kind of an intriguing matchup because both these teams were, you know, good, but not great. This is a, this is a launching point for one of these teams, right? I think specifically Florida State. Florida State is a favorite by almost 10 points. If Florida State can stick the landing on this, they could make a serious run next year. I I don't know if for the playoffs, but definitely for the ACC championship. So yeah, I mean, you were big on the Knolls at the start of the season. I was, and I uh, that I mean that turned out to be because it was so funny. I remember those talking about that and saying like, "Oh shit, you know, the, we'll we'll see them." And they were playing like a literal FCS team and not even a good FCS team. Like, fucking who was it? Uh, Decane. Decane, yeah. Like, who? That's a basketball school. So, yeah. Eight. Yep. ESPN. Valero Alamo Bowl. Alamo Dome. San Antonio, Texas. Texas and Washington. Uh, Three-point favorite for Texas. I feel like that's a really bad call. I feel like you take Washington outright on that. What the fuck, yeah, Texas? I'm, I'm pulling from my boy Michael Pernix here. Pulling from Pernix. We, we love Pernix. Texas obviously started looking really weak towards the end of the year. Uh, you know, we kind of thought, oh, Quinn Ewers was him. But those last couple of games, he just shit the bed, man. Like, hard. Yeah, well, luckily for them, Manning has officially signed there. So, kind of cringe. Yeah, like... very cringe. Um, here's a question. Do you think Manning stays there the full time? Uh... Or do you think he transferred portals at some point? I saw a thing saying like he fell in love with Sarkeesians, the way he ran stuff. So I guess we'll have to see if that holds up. All right. I mean, you'd love to hear you love to. I tell you what, you may not love to hear Texas doing well, but you love to hear Steve Sarkeesian doing well. I mean, what a glow up of a story, man, 
from being yeah. like literally like passed out drunk in LA to, you know, Texas doing pretty okay with like the hottest quarterback in the nation. You'd love to see it. But uh, at the same yeah, time, I mean, fuck Texas. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm taking fucking what? Well, yeah. Michael Perdix Jr. Outright. Outright. No, not even a question. No, I'm not even that. Nah, we're moving on. I don't even need a question. Friday, December 30th. Finally going to be warm around here again. I don't know about you. Uh, Maryland and NC. Oh, who fucking cares? Is Talia still hurt? Question mark. Let's check. I don't think nope. so. He is active. Great. Uh, yeah, the NC State is a one point favorite in this. I feel Maryland outright on this one. Honestly, NC State was incredibly inconsistent. Talia and Maryland was also inconsistent, but it was on the other side of the ball for Maryland. If Talia can just get out there and do the Tonka Bailoa thing, they got this easy. And it's the Duke. Dude, bro, it's the Duke's Mayo Bowl. It's the fucking Duke's Mayo Bowl. Do I have to say any more? Dude, I love you. You, you big, do not. You a big Duke's guy? Uh, I have to confess, I'm not a huge Mayo guy in general. Oh, right. I forget about your weird shit. All right, whatever. Um, hey, man, this guy. Take, you take a little bit of uh, Duke's. You take a little bit of Sriracha. Ah! Heaven. 1 p.m. on CBS, Pitt and UCLA in the Sun Bowl in El Paso, Texas. UCLA is a 5.5 favorite. I feel that. Again, we're talking about uh, Slovis earlier. Inconsistent. But then again, so was Thompson Robinson. Uh, I do feel UCLA. I feel good. <laughs> the, the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl? Are you shit? <laughs> Dude, pretty sweet, eh, man. Eh, fuck off. Almost <laughs> as good as the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. Yeah, but the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, that's an institution, man. It's been the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl for like 30 years now or something. But Tony the Tigers, man, y'all just trolling at this point. Fucking. Yeah, I, f I, feel, uh, I feel UCLA on that one. Oh, man, this is actually going to be a good game. 2.30 ESPN in Jacksonville, Florida at the somewhere in Jacksonville. The Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. Jaguar Stadium. Oh, yeah. Number 21, Notre Dame, the comeback story of the year versus number 19, South Carolina, the what the fuck story of the year with Spencer Rattler, who one day decided, woke up and went, you know what? I'm going to be good at football again. <laughs> he woke up and said, I'm going to fuck other. I'm going to fuck people's <laughs> playoff. Hopes, yeah, did, yeah, no, that happened. That happened. Uh, Notre Dame two-point favorite. Uh, here's my question. Does Spencer Rattler make it to this bowl game and think his shit don't stink and just get absolutely demolished? Um, I mean, his shit kind of stunk in the Clemson game and he was kind of carried by his defense. So. Sure. But it's Spencer Rattler. You expect it him is. to learn. You expect him to learn I anything. Uh, I don't yeah. expect him to learn. And I do expect Notre Dame to beat the show. I honestly, yeah. I mean, Notre Dame... Uh, one of the worst starts for a power five team, uh, you know, some would say unacceptable, but you know, long time coach gone, very young freshman coach comes in, you know, to drop fucking one to Marshall and then go eight and four right. and make it to the Gator Bowl. That's not bad. So yeah, Notre Dame wants this. South Carolina probably also wants it, but Spencer Rattler is a prick. So uh yep. oh god the barstool sports arizona ball ohio and wyoming i'm gonna be with you i didn't even know wyoming was in the fbs 
to be quite honest. That's the same. I, I thought that was an FCS team, uh, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, oh, here we go. You excited for this one? 7 p.m. ESPN. I'm not Rock excited Stadium. for this one, though. No. In Miami Gardens, Florida, 74 degrees. Oh, what a turnaround. Capital One Orange Bowl, and it truly is an orange bowl. Number sure six, is. Tennessee. I feel terrible about it. Yeah, versus number seven, Clemson. So, of course, Hooker is still out with the torn ACL. Uh, both Hyatt and Tillman have declared for the draft and said they're not playing. So, you know, we're oh, our my top God. two wide receivers as well. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel so hot about our offense. And yeah, and you of course, know this is this is like the de- debut game for Kate Klubnik at Clemson. So yeah, the thing is, like, I mean that that brings up something I want to talk about a little bit. This shit, like kids sitting out for ball games, I, that just. I mean, I get it. I, I do, like it. but I yeah, I hate it. It feels. It feels bad. Like it's it's really one of those things. Like you are. I mean, I get it. I do. You don't want to risk an injury, but you're number six in the nation. You're ten and two. Your season is not a bust. Yeah, you didn't make it to the playoffs. Boo hoo. Play your bowl game. Get the win with your brothers. To me, that just speaks of like a bad culture at 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 the school. Like, well, I think Hooker would definitely be playing. He's just hurt. Oh, 100%. I won't say bad culture. I'll just say not. I don't even know what the right word. I don't even know the right way to phrase it would be. It's just not the right culture. Because moving into Saturday, December 31st, New Year's Eve, by the way, we we will be dual screening this shit here in the Bickham residence. Okay. On one screen, 48 hour Twilight Zone marathon. On the other, football. It will be happening. Book it. Very base. 11 a.m. Oh, God, it's a fucking morning game. God, fuck off. Whatever. 11 a.m. on ESPN at the Kaiser Superdome, New Orleans, Louisiana. The All-State Sugar Bowl. The Alabama Crimson Tide, sitting at number five, 10 and 2. We'll be playing the Kansas State, number nine, 10 and 3. Alabama is a touchdown favorite, which makes me think that whoever is running these lines has never watched Alabama play football this year. Uh, and why I was going to parlay directly from the Orange Bowl to this is Bryce and Will Anderson will both be playing. Yeah. So, uh, with that in mind, I mean, yeah, maybe. I we I have read a lot of kids have hit the transfer portal between the iron bowl and now and a lot of them are what will anderson was defining as knuckleheads during the season i've said this before and i'll say it again and i'll keep saying it until it gets fixed kids get recruited to alabama and they come into tuscaloosa and they think they're going to win a national championship because they're at alabama that's not true the work still has to be done but there's so many kids there now that have that mentality and they come in and then when shit gets a little adverse, right? A little adverse, they give up. They stop trying. And they that's what drags the rest of the team down. And that's like I said what Will Anderson was was labeling as knuckleheads. And I mean everyone when there's one guy who's just like, "Oh man, we suck." I could point to a thousand seasons that Alabama has had where it has looked rough. And then they pulled it. Hell, 
2020. Those first couple of games of 2020 were extremely rough. That Ole Miss game where they fucking scored like, what, 50 points on us? That was the point where I was almost ready to go. This season's over. This season's over. But what happened? That team fucking circled the wagons, ran a SEC-only schedule to go to the Natty, and the first undefeated season since 2009. One of the greatest teams that Alabama's ever had because they battled through adversity. And that's what this team and last year's team haven't had. They don't battle through adversity. They hit that wall and they go, well, I'm not going to put in that extra work. So my point in saying all that is I think a lot of those kids are gone. I think a lot of the dead weight is gone. I think this could be the the game where Alabama comes out and goes, don't be talking about the new Alabama because we are still here. We're not gone yet. Don't crown a new king. We're still in charge. Uh, yes, we're having a down year. And obviously, Bryce uh, will be gone at the end of the year. And as I've said a thousand times, nothing breaks my heart more than Bryce leaving Tuscaloosa without a ring. Honestly, because he's the greatest athlete we've ever had. And to him, for him not to have a ring, especially considering you got to the game, and then, I mean, obviously, the 2021 team was just plagued by injuries. But... Um, Alabama Many is cases. yeah. Alabama is a touchdown favorite in this. Like I said, it, it really all comes down to the locker room. Can they can they come out and say we're still Alabama? We'll see. I think they can. Uh, I really hope they do. Kansas State obviously had a pretty decent year. They ran the table on a couple of people, but uh, you know it's still the Big Twelve. So. Also at 11 a.m. on ABC, Iowa and Kentucky, which <laughs> that's a rough time slot to be in up against fucking Alabama. So is what it is. They are playing in Nashville, which is. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, 3 p.m. ESPN. The playoffs begin. State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. CFP semifinal at the Verbo Fiesta Bowl. Number three, TCU and number two, Michigan unfucking defeated touchdown favorite now obviously tcu dropped their championship game to uh who'd they lose to uh kansas state actually <laughs> oh great amazing um obviously they law dropped there to that uh i'm feeling michigan on this man i'm feeling yeah, michigan. michigan's defense is I feel like it's just going to shut down TCU. And of course, I think the big question is, yep, is Corum back? I'm seeing he's active. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Honestly, this might not even be a game that makes it to halftime. Honestly, it could be. It could be possible. After the embarrassment that they got in the Big 12 championship game. Yeah, maybe I could see it. But uh, this could be a donking dicking. So and go Michigan. Go blue. All right, seven. Sure. Oh, right. Yeah, I forget you. I forget you're the you you behind TCU for some reason. Uh, seven p.m. ESPN Mercedes Benz Stadium, Atlanta, Georgia. CFP semifinal at the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl. By the way, shout out. There will be a Chick Fil A nuggy tray on deck oh, here in the house. I oh, might. on God, dude. I might need to get some Chick-fil-A myself. That reminded me. I need to look up. Where is y'all's Chick-fil-A? Uh, there's, so there's two nearby. Uh, I 
forget what the road is, but it's it's the road the Kroger's on. Like if oh. you go up or down it, there's Par- a Chick Fil A, uh, not Parkway. Yeah, it's like the four eleven or some shit. Mm. Is you do you also have one in your mall? No, I think it moved out. Uh, no, it's not in the mall, but it's very close. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's on the off the four eleven. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's uh, that's a long time Bickham family tradition. So gonna be doing that. Oh, sorry, I didn't even name the teams. Uh, number four, Ohio State, eleven and one. That one loss, of course, to Michigan, and then uh, number one, Georgia, who is a touchdown favorite. Which I don't. Okay, all right. I'm not, I'm just, okay. All right, cool. Uh, obviously, well, I think I think part of that is I believe a bunch of Ohio State's like big name players have already opted out for the draft. Why the fucking playoffs? That's so right. that's so dumb. Like I get it if you're in the fucking Arizona Bowl, sure you're in the fucking play. Oh my, no. I think honestly, if you're in the playoff game, you shouldn't be able to opt out like at all. That's so stupid. Yeah, uh, That's so Jackson stupid. Jackson Smith Nijiba or whatever yeah. is how I pronounce that. Like their big wide receiver, I think yeah. he was. And he said he's out. That's so stupid. And the, but that yeah. goes back. That goes back to what I was talking about. Like that's, I, I like all these schools are talking about all these kids that are uh, opting out, but one hasn't. What's the difference? One of them has Nick Saban. One of them has that like ironclad like will to win culture. Fucking that man! I'm legitimately I hate Ohio State, but I'm legitimately angry about that. Of course, I just I'm mostly angry because I want to be Georgia. So, and then uh, Trayvon Henderson, their big running back, is also out, but he's <sighs> he's he opted out to go get a surgery done. Oh, waiting till after the game to get it done. Oh no, that's mm. on the well, one. It's hand. like he could have delayed it to still play is the thing. So it's like, yeah, you want to get your injury fixed. <sighs> I'm split. Also, I'm split on that one, honestly. I'm split so, on that well, one. Well, apparently, it's been bad enough. He's needed the surgery since the third game of the season, but he oh. kept playing on it. So. Oh, okay. Then, no, I, I yeah, I f- I feel that. I feel that. I feel it. So, uh, yeah. In summation, uh, fuck Georgia. Man, and yeah. th- that that is uh, that's uh, we got some after that, but uh, we'll. T- oh man, I saw that Monday. That fucking oh man, that fucks me up, man. Uh, all right. Well, uh, NFL, man, we had a week of NFL. Oh, that's not what I was saying. All right. We had a week of NFL, man. We sure did. And a boy, well, there's some wild game. There really was, man. So our boys, T-Law and the Jags thoroughly beat the shit out of the Jets. Which kind of sh- kind of shocking that it was this lopsided. Well, I mean Zach Wilson's pretty. Oh well, that, yeah, I was about to say like yeah. When I God nine for eighteen, that's that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Which like, yeah, they only put up nineteen points, but I think this really shows the revival of the Jaguars and the flourishing of Trevor Lawrence because like the Jets' defense is no joke, and they kind of just went down and had no problems against and speaking of which the jaguars are now first place in the division they have their playoff spot they do have to i believe they have to win out to keep the spot but hey they got they got the titans and the texans left very doable uh and i'd love to see that happen because i'm a big jaguars fan right now really pulling for them same 
Oh, yeah. But the good news uh, is, I mean, this game was essentially like the kill Zach Wilson ball. It was. And so Zach Wilson is now back to QB3 since Mike White is healthy again. Right, so. where he belongs. Right, and so their head coach is saying, oh, we're we're not giving up on this young man's future. He's still got a bright future again. We're still we're still riding with him. Like, my man's, you put him to QB3. He, homie's not even getting snaps at practice anymore. Seriously. And I, but personally, I think that's either just to be like, he doesn't want his reputation to be like, oh, I've ruined this man's career, or he's trying to hype him up for trade value, which I suspect that's the... Yeah, that, that makes the most sense. I do not see Zach Wilson as a jet going for. No. Uh, moving into Christmas Eve, of course, this was the where most of the games were. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a swapped Saturday and Sunday kind of deal mm-hmm. for Christmas. Uh, Bills-Bears to start out. Now, all these games were very cold. Yeah, in Chicago, Just I believe it was win. about two. Yeah, I think for quite a few teams, they were like record cold or yeah. almost record cold games. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo really struggled in the first half. It was bad. Josh Allen was throwing picks. It's pretty embarrassing for them, but uh, they turned it on in the second half, pulled out a pretty strong win. I believe remaining first in the AFC. Look real quick. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So looking pretty good for the Bills to get a buy. Well, I guess they do play the Bengals next week. That's a pretty big game. Mm. Uh, your boys beat the Browns. Oh Let's my God, we got it. We got to win. Which I'll, I'll be cu- circling back to the Browns once we get to the Rams game and talk about Baker a bit. Again. Oh yeah, because I have some comments on that. We but, almost uh, didn't. We almost didn't have this, by the way. We almost didn't have this. I did, but your boys pulled it off in the third quarter, apparently, and no I points just, were scored in the fourth. I just don't understand how we have. Like, I, I mean, I do understand, but like, I don't understand how we have so much talent, but suck. I think our uh, head coach. Coaching. I think our head coach. Yeah, I think our head coach sucks. I think that's. I think that's it. I think he it's, sucks. It's one of those cases of I think very similar with the Bucks this year, where they were just no interviews recruited from inside the building, just handed over the job, and they clearly aren't cut out for it. Yeah. Because the Saints should not be a six and nine team. Like no. Yeah, their their quarterback situation isn't amazing, but Alvin Kamara, fantastic. Taysom Hill, fantastic. But the thing is, very okay, good defense. Andy Dalton was at one point a starting quarterback for a a, a decent team. The Bengals in two thousand and what twelve? I mean, they were they were a playoff team under him. Yeah, he got hurt and had to at the end, but like he got them there. Like he has talent. Yes, he's aged a little, but I mean, I feel like he's playing way below his skill level. And you're right. That's that's a coaching thing. It's got to it be. Is. I, that's that's my opinion. Okay. I mean, that's that's entirely valid. Uh, Chiefs, I mean, only putting up 24 is kind of surprising mm-hmm. out of the Chiefs. But uh, yeah, definitely old Geno seasons kind of skidding to a halt. But well, I was, I was going to say, yeah. He's had, it's, he's had a good year. It's rough, but when you see the stats next to Patrick Mahomes, I mean, take that in a way, and that's kind of, I mean, that's pretty good. Sure, I, I will say to Gino's credit, 
uh, I believe Tyler Lockett, or like number one or two, however you want to compare him against DK Metcalf, is <laughs> out with a hand injury. So hmm. there's that. Hmm. Well, it was shockingly, the Chiefs are fairly healthy, actually. Yeah, it's not, I'm not a huge fan of that. Not a big Chiefs fan no. here, but. Uh, my boy is lost in a crushing 61-yard field goal. I mean, Greg Joseph. yeah, crushing, but a hell of a kick, man. Sure, I just... Yeah, I know, I If know. we won this playoff spot clinch, now we got to wait for next week for another shot at it. Yeah, yeah. But 61 yards? Oh, damn. Yeah, it's a big one. It's yeah. a big one. Not too happy about it. No. Although, to be honest, we would have had to go to overtime anyway and very potentially lost there as well. So oh, fucking, fucking Kirk Cousins in overtime? Nah, you, nah. Mm. Uh, Bengals-Patriots. This game was pretty heavily in the Bengals' favor until it started turning into a clusterfuck at the end. <laughs> oh, man. Believe- Mac put up some decent numbers in this game. That's frustrating. He did. There's been a lot of Mac disrespect going around. Uh, Julian Edelman, former Pats wide receiver. Uh, I was talking shit about Mac. Don't love to see that. Well, I think he was saying like, I, I believe he was saying shit like his attitude was bad and he was like making faces when he was upset. Like my brother in Christ, what quarterback doesn't make faces? Yeah, fucking like, yeah, Julian Edelman, you're one to talk. No one throws a bigger shit fit than Tom Brady. All right. No one in the league. Thro- There's literally a word for it. It's called a Brady fit. No one. And you said behind that guy for years. Nah, I don't want to hear that. Mac Jones, this would go back to that thing I was talking about 2020 in Alabama. Like, Mac Jones is the reason that team existed because he's a leader. All right? He is a general. Fuck off with that. I don't even want to fucking hear that shit. Although I will say, very relevant to this, and actually Alabama, a lot of talk. B.O.B. heading up to uh, the Pats. Uh, I did see that, yeah. Which I think the Pats definitely need something like that because their current offensive coaching staff is really bad (laughs) offensive coaching air quotes yeah i mean some would say it is offensive it is quite literally offensive i mean obviously i hate bill o'brien uh and i am very willing to help him pack but i only don't like him because i just don't think he fits in college i don't think his system fits in college i think at the patriots no i i i think that shit blows up man yeah, and, and I mean, friend of Bill Belichick, I believe, worked with him previously. Literally cannot be worse than what they already have. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, they've got two failed defensive head coaches yep. calling offensive plays yep. and wondering why shit's fucked. Yeah. I mean, when you've got maybe one of the best young quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, I mean, that's up in the air. but Well, he's he's certainly not being given the best tools to no. succeed. I mean, yeah, um, okay, so, like, yeah, like, even in best-case scenario, he's not, like, too a good, but he's but still good. he did lead the Pats to a playoff in a year that everyone thought the Pats were already dead, so. Yes, and yes, they the did fall you can take off, but. That season, the fact that you can take that season, then go into this one, put him in a significantly worse situation, and then just call him garbage is, yeah. I don't know, I, yeah. I, I can't. So the seven, by the way, seven and eight, 
I was going to say still technically in it, but then I looked at their schedule and they got to play the Dolphins and the Bills, so never mind. Yeah, I mean, technically in it, but realistically. Nope, nope not, no. even, not even well, technically. No, Fuck it. <laughs> Dolphins. Well, okay, two of list Dolphins, sure, maybe, but Bills, nah. Nah, not happening. No, that, that, especially when the Bills have, like, have to win out to keep their number one seed. There's, I don't see them yeah. dropping that uh-uh. game. Definitely not. Uh, the Lions' hopes and dreams got shattered against the fucking Panthers. That happened, yeah. Yeah, you kind of love to see it, though. You do. I mean, I, I would have liked to see the Dolphins go on a run. I still want to see them crush the Packers' playoff hopes in the last game of the season. So we'll look forward to that. Uh, Falcons, Ravens. This game sucked. Uh, I mean, you got Tyler Huntley playing against Desmond Ritter. Uh, apparently the Ravens won this. I don't know. This game was terrible. There were better games on during this time. It was Christmas Eve, so. Shout out to the Texans getting their second win of the year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's it against the Titans. That's not funny. The Titans are really falling off. Um, yeah. Malik Willis, not the guy. Mm-mm. Uh, Henry looked really good at the start. Unfortunately, it looks like they shut him down pretty heavily after the first quarter because I think most of that 126 yards came in the first quarter. You hate to see that, but I mean, shout out to the Texans getting their second win. Uh, I don't love to see the Titans lose, but their loss did put the Jags in first place, which I kind of wanted to see happen, so mm-hmm. we take them. Uh, the Niners continue to be a very scary team. Just putting up nonstop points. And this also was, this game for the Commanders did mark the end once again of the Taylor Heineke era. They put Wentz back in, and I believe plan to go with Wentz to the end of the season. Which we already saw how that ended. So. Mm. Bold, bold, bold thing to do, but whatever. It is. I mean, it's the fucking Commanders. So. Yeah, it's Commanders. What do you expect? I'm just shocked there's seven and seven. It's a wild season. Uh, the NFC East has a very easy schedule this season, so that's kind of how that happened. Uh, Eagles Cowboys. Uh, of course, Jalen Hurts was out. Uh, this game was played in cow- home game for the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, the Cowboys got the win in the end. Pretty sloppy game by the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Four turnovers, multiple fumbles when it really mattered. Yeah. A few picks. But I don't know. This- I, 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 really, like, I, I don't think anyone really has, but they shouldn't put this on Gardner. Gardner played this very well, considering. Right. Especially being the backup. Yeah, going up against the admittedly very good Cowboys defense. Yeah. L- literally, uh, you know, the backup to you know a MVP, you know, conversation quarterback this deep in the season, this much on the line uh, for, for a kid like Gardner Minshew. That's nuts. And the fact that he comes in and near about fucks around and beats the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, obviously it was a game that the Eagles didn't care too much about dropping. So sure. They have to essentially lose out to even lose their number one overall, their number one yeah. seed. So. Yeah. 
I think it kind of is what it is for them. I think that is a big hype moment for the Cowboys because I believe in the first quarter or so, like Cowboys Twitter was like saying, all right, cut Dak. He fucking sucks. Get rid of this <laughs> fucking garbage team. Like they pulled off the win. So, uh, Steelers Raiders on Sunday night football. This is a fucking terrible game. Uh, Nonstop, they were talking about, I believe, the Immaculate Reception is what yes. it was called. Yes. To honor Franco Harris. Who did die last week. He but... did die, so yes. sure. It was, it was a bit much. And they did stunk. go on and on and on and on and on and on and on about it. Yes. Uh, yeah, both these teams stink. Apparently, the Steelers do have a shot at having a not-losing season, so that's kind of bad. Uh, yeah. We're a big Tomlin fan. Yeah, let's say Mike Tomlin always pulls it out at the end. Maybe. Did uh, into the real Contro game, first game on Christmas, Packers Dolphins. For one, you hate to see the Packers winning, especially with the Dolphins, and of course, the second half collapse here by the Dolphins. So, how many? Inter- one, two, three interceptions yeah. back to back to back. Yeah. Uh, likely caused by a missed concussion by both the Dolphins staff and the NFL staff. So, you know, yeah, which we had to talk about. Like, this is the second time they've missed a concussion on him. Like, do, do they just suck? Do, do they just suck? I believe they just suck because they okay. have like staff they specifically pay yeah. to watch for concussion potential plays and flag people to come out and be checked. Yeah, which they just didn't do multiple times or two like you know obviously around here we're not big government guys but this is the kind of shit you need to be having like congressional hearings on right like a huge industry in america that is has quote-unquote committed itself to you know player safety is just chain missing concussion like that's someone's got to look into that because that's bullshit yeah, and it's like it's not just two either. Like no. two weeks ago, there was that one Pats player who. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. One of the players had to stop the play. To yeah. Get this guy off the field. Yeah, that's and pathetic. Then, like, the guy who got concussed like ended up blasting the NFL for how terrible they were about this. Yeah. All right, something something's got to be done about that. But yeah. it just—it's uh, one of those things where it's like. There's so many things that you can point to with the NFL where they've done shit like that, where they go, oh, yeah, we're we're very committed to that. I mean, like the, you know, the whole, you know, social justice shit, all of it. It's literally all lip service for the NFL. The NFL is one of the like most I, I don't even know what the word would be, but one of the most pandering organizations in the world. Right. If they yeah, I mean, think- it's quite literally a hyper elite business that makes gorillions of dollars yeah. run by the ultra rich so it's, yeah it's not super no surprising it's, it's not but it's just so blatant especially considering it's something that's you're right it is run by ultra elite and does make you know 14 trillion dollars a month but it is viewed by literally joe schmo and joe blow like there's just normal people watching this and for them to be just so blatant about it is honestly a little insulting it is. Yeah. It's yeah. A, definitely a serious conversation they, they uh, have to figure out. Yeah, I hope something comes out of this. I just wish it didn't but, have to be too. <laughs> yeah, me too. You and me both. Moving on, uh, the Rams absolutely beat the shit out of the Broncos. God, holy shit. Yeah. Oh, well, this, was the, uh, this was the game on Nick, wasn't it? 
It was. This game was on Nickelodeon. It was on. Well, it was also on CBS, but yeah, it was on Nickelodeon. Yeah. I love the one where they had the uh, the blimp that picked up Baker Mayfield and like carried around the stadium. Not really, but this yeah. little like CG blimp that was flying around the stadium. But uh, man, Baker was cooking, man. It was like obviously he didn't have to put up that many yards because it's just how good right. the team was. But I mean, twenty four of twenty eight, very accurate. Two tuds, two thirty yards. Honestly, you'll love to see it. Mm-hmm. Big Baker, believe. Oh, yeah. Uh, real bad day for the Broncos. This did mm-hmm. lead to their head coach and multiple other coaches getting yeah. fired. Well, with Baker, you wanted to tie that in with uh, how shitty the Browns did this week. Yeah, so, well, not not particularly how shitty the Browns did, but it's more of, so Baker, he's having a good time at the Rams. The team is apparently is very into him, mm-hmm. supposedly, and, like, Sean McVay is hyping up and whatnot. And... I think it really shows that how good Baker can be when the coach plays towards Baker's strength. I think the problem in Carolina and especially in the Browns was the coach coached their offense, how they wanted it. They didn't coach to Baker's strengths. They didn't want to adjust to him. Right. And I actually wanted to make an interesting point about that, which I think actually ties into the next game we'll talk about uh, after this is you're absolutely right like baker's the kind of player that he needs he needs the coaching right like he's he's still young he's kind of an immature guy he needs that voice he was so good at oklahoma because i believe his quarterback coach while at oklahoma was cliff kingsbury hey i'm I'm, true i'm double checking keep talking but i'm gonna double check that i feel like that's not true since they were like the same class as mahomes and mahomes Cliff Kingsbury were together at Texas I Tech. Could have, I could have sworn. I might be thinking of Johnny Manziel. You might. But to, anyway, to so, be fair, to be fair. Yeah. But anyway, so, I mean, that like, I think the whole reason it didn't work out in Cleveland was, well, for one, there were all the rumors that Stefanski, the head coach, fucking hated Baker, which, like, it's pretty bold when he's like, kind of the one your jobs oh, are lying. Ho- hold on. Yeah. No, he did. It was just why he was at Texas Tech. So, sorry. I just had the wrong school. I just had the wrong school. So, yeah, go ahead. So, yeah, like, I think Stefanski is running his own offense. He's not adjusting the quarterbacks. And I think that's kind of, I think that's partially why Deshaun Watson looks so goddamn awful. Is because they aren't playing towards his strengths. They're just Mm -hmm. playing towards Stefanski's offense. Mm -hmm. And I think, obviously, that's a losing uh, combination there, but. I think that's why we're seeing Baker thrive across, you know, it's only been three games so far and Stafford is off on injury. So we'll see what happens with him going forward. Mm -hmm. I think I would say that Baker's definitely thriving. Uh, I did see that this week that apparently he's no longer using a wristband to call plays. He doesn't need that anymore. Three weeks in. So Mm -hmm. that's pretty big, especially with how big his performance was. Uh, I'm a Baker believer. I think he's going to have a resurgence. Will it be with the Rams? Don't know. Will he be back up for a year with them? Who the fuck knows? Then we've got the Tom Brady overtime classic. Oh, man. On Christmas. Christmas night. Christmas miracle, some would say. Tom Brady versus Trace McSorley. It's an awful <laughs> game. The whole fucking game. Trace McSorley. But the Bucks did force uh, overtime. 
based on an Arizona fumble. Mm -hmm. And they went down and they got the field goal. Not a lot to talk about this game. Uh, the Bucks are somehow still managed to keep their win, their lead in the NFC South despite having a losing season and being generally terrible. But hey, I guess that's what it is. It's a rough, rough season for them. Rough season for the Cardinals. Mm. It's nice Not to see they great... suck with or without Kyler. Yeah. I mean, they kind of suck more with Kyler, from being honest. Sure, yeah. I that's a hot take. But... No, I don't actually think so. It kind of rough slate of games on Christmas. I was. Definitely some better ones than Christmas Eve. I guess that's how, how it be sometimes. Well, the thing is, I think if you... So, okay. Look at this slate, right, of teams. But put yourself... Yep. Put yourself in right in the schedule August. making. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. or before that actually. Yeah, June, July. This slate looks like it's gonna pop the fuck off, right? Especially that Broncos Rams game. Yeah, I mean they they all making the schedule. They all seem like they could be some of the best games going into the end of the season. Yeah, I mean if you if the, if, if, if in last summer, if you said. Baker Mayfield will be the best quarterback in the Rams-Broncos game. That sentence makes no fucking sense. And yet... There we are. Yeah. Chaos season, baby. Chaos season. Uh, tonight's game, a little bit of a snoozer. Uh, Chargers yeah. call. Man, we really should have had a Peyton cast for this one. Or Manning cast. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Common theme of the weekend, or weekend general, I guess, is lots of turnovers. Five in this game. Uh, Colts are starting old big dick Nick Foles. Ooh. I guess it's now big pick Nick Foles because what a bad team. Yeah. Uh, Chargers pulled off the win and did secure a playoff spot. The first playoff spot for the Chargers in the Herbert era. So we'll see how that goes. Oh my God. Nick Foles is older than I am. What the fuck? He's old as shit, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Colts stink. The Chargers are decent, so that's that's all there really is to say about that game. Mm -hmm. Looking at next week, Cowboys-Titans on Thursday. Cowboys are a 10-point favorite, which that's a lot of points in the NFL, but seeing how bad the Titans <laughs> have been lately, I feel like that's fair. Mm -hmm. uh, Cardinals-Falcons on Sunday, that game oh suck. Oh my god, <laughs> holy yeah. shit, what a terrible game. Uh, Bears, Lions. I mean, the Bears stink. The Lions are all right. Lions five and a half point favorite. That might be the most points favorites the Lions have been in many, many years. Mm -hmm. Kind of based. Uh, Broncos mm -hmm. are going to get stomped by the Chiefs. I was about to say they're... it is. They're almost a fourteen point favorite, which again, NFL. That's crazy. But if Baker put fifty one on him, what the fuck is Mahomes going to do? Yeah, exactly. Jeez. Uh, Dolphins, Pats, of course, no Tua. Well, probably no Tua. Since he's got a week to clear protocol. It's a second second confirmed concussion of the season. Who knows what's mm. going on there? Mm. Might be seeing old Teddy Two Gloves coming out playing versus the Pats. So. Oh, on God? Uh, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater? Yeah. No, I know Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, now, my big game of the week, Colts-Giants. Of all the, we play the Eagles the week after, so the Giants really need this win against the Colts. They fucking suck. If we win this game, we're all but confirmed a playoff spot. So, mm -hmm. gotta pull home the dub. Mm. 
Uh, I'm sorry for your saints. Uh, They're yeah. shit beat out of them. By I'm, the I'm numb to it. I'm numb to it at this point, man. Uh, Panthers Buccaneers. I believe this game is actually potentially deciding the, and it has a lot of implications for the NFC South. Like if the Panthers pull off the win, they could win the NFC South. As shocking as to say that the fucking Panthers, with their fired head coach, like three quarterbacks deep. <laughs> could win that division <laughs> oh fuck this that, division that is a thing uh, commanders Browns. Uh, fuck the Browns fuck the commanders but who knows what's up in there Jaguars Texans surprising only a four point favorite for Jacksonville that is I feel like that's I feel like that's a bit of a disrespect but I it guess is. the Texans the Texans have been playing very close football the past few weeks they mm. almost beat the Chiefs they almost beat the Cowboys so I, I kind of see it, but I want the Jaguars to win. I want to see them. I want to see T-Law in the playoffs. Uh, Niners going to beat the shit out of the Raiders, even though they're only a five and a half point favorite. That's my take on that. Hmm? Uh, Mike White and the Jets up against Geno Smith and the Seahawks. There's a matchup that no one would have. Uh, no one would have said those names going into the season. Yeah, Maybe definitely. Yeah. Uh, Vikings Packers. That's a big game because the not not so much for the Vikings, but the Packers need to win to remain in the playoff chances. So, well, I'll tell you this. Here's why you're concerned if you're a Vikings fan. All right. At the beginning of the season, I said a lot of that shit about uh, Aaron Rodgers, and I said he just looks like he'd rather be at the house, or as you say, out in the fucking desert smoking peyote or whatever. He wasn't doing the you know the getting up at the press conference and saying, no, relax, it's fine, we'll be fine. Now he is. Now he's doing that old folksy gimmick where he's going, you know, he's all smiles and he's going, yeah, we got this, we got this. I'm concerned now. I'm concerned the Packers might actually fuck around and make it to the playoffs, is what I'm concerned about. You because... and me both. All, all they have between them is the Vikings and the Lions. Yep, but so... The Vikings have been pulling off a lot of fucking dark magic voodoo bullshit. <laughs> That is true. Win a lot of games this so, season. So, so what's more powerful, uh, Aaron Rodgers? You know, ah shucks, yeehaw. You know, folksy. You know, whatever you want to call that. Are the Vikings devil magic? We'll find out. I'm hoping it's the devil magic. I'm hoping right, it's empowered. Yeah. Well, because, like they know that they win this shit and they knock the Packers out. It's it's effectively a playoff game. I think both the teams are going to view it that way. Because everything, well, everything isn't on the line for the Vikings, but knowing they can knock out the Packers, right. I think will make them play, go above and beyond for this game. Right. So hoping to see that. Uh, Baker and the Rams going up against the Chargers could be a pretty good game. Both, uh, both LA teams, neither of them home teams, despite both being LA teams, is what it is. Yes. And somehow our Sunday night football game of all these matchups is the fucking Steelers and Ravens. <laughs> right? That game is going to stick. Right, you couldn't flex out Vikings-Packers for that? I mean, come on. And there's, uh, I'm going to be real with you, there's no shot CBS gives that up. That's true. That's fair, yeah. And then uh, Monday night, Bills-Bengals, very big game. A lot of... Uh, Bills are a one-point favorite. A lot on the line there for number one seed, even though they've all they've all clinched their playoff swap. Mm -hmm. But a lot on the line for number one seed there. Yeah, honestly, you kind of want to see Joe Burrow come out and win that. 
I do. My only downside to that is I don't want to see the Chiefs be the number one seed. So uh, yeah, I do kind of have to pull for the Bills. Like, um, if the Chiefs were to somehow fuck around and lose to the Broncos this week, then I would be pulling for the Bengals. I'm seeing this being listed as being on ESPN2. Does that mean there will be a main cast for this? Maybe. Okay. I think that's just them saying it's going to be on all their fucking ESPN and ABC oh. channel. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, well. <laughs> yep, great weekend of football uh, for the NFL. College was going to yeah, be better this weekend, but... But, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I wanted to ask, uh, so you're talking about, you fried some chicken this week, right? I did. And you near about burning your apartment down, didn't you? I did. <laughs> what happened? I wanted, I wanted you to expand on it. What the fuck happened there? Uh, I think I, I put a bit too much oil in the pot. Ah, know, uh, classic, 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 yeah. And so I think what, when it really happened is like, I kind of realized, all right, there's too much oil in this pot. It's going to cause a problem. And I went to, like, try and get some out and, like, ladle it into a different pot. Uh -huh. And I think I might have spilled a bit too much oil in the process of doing <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah, And I think yeah. that's what started the fire. Yeah, okay. And that's, I, I, you know. It's, it's, no, it's happened to me before. It's happened to me before. Many times, actually. So, uh, it was, it was but the, you said the chicken that you did get cooked came out great. Oh, there, right? Very good. Hmm. That's good. I uh I threw a brisket on Saturday well, Sunday morning at about two thirty or three. Yes, it was seventeen degrees when I went out there to put it on. Uh it came out really good. Unfortunately unfortunately, it was a little dry when it came time to uh to cook it, to eat. Because you know, with a brisket, you know, uh, you take it out and you, you know, tin foil, and then you wrap it in towels and put it in an ice cooler, right? With, with no ice in it, obviously, uh, right. to insulate it and keep it nice and juicy. I took it out under the assumption that we were about to eat at about one. We did not eat until about two thirty. That brisket set out for an hour and a half, and that's it, rough. It was still good. It was still good. It was still good, but it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't as good as it could have been. Uh, as soon as it came out, I did cut into a little bit and eat. And that, oh my god, the, it is you did that one where you press on it and it just starts flowing juices. Ooh. Oh my god, no, it was something else. Um, yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was really good. Gonna chop a little bit of it of this uh, Thursday into some uh, white queso cheese. Do a little bit of nachos with it. So. Very bold. Uh, and then, yeah, so New Year's, of course, I said I'm going to do uh, the tray. Are you thinking about that, too? Uh, I'm just one guy, so I'm not sure if I'll get a whole tray for myself. But... Well, I mean, the thing is, you can, well, we get like the meat. There's like three trays. There's a small, the medium, and the large. Uh, oh, the well, small is good because it, it's not too many. And then, I mean, obviously, Chick-fil-A reheats very well, especially if an air fryer. So Yeah, it does. So, uh, yeah, no. Great Christmas. Um, I, I mean, it, I mean, it was okay. It was good enough. The season kind of sucked because it was hot for like half of it. But yeah, it is, bit. it is what it is. Next year, I think I'm gonna do something a little bit different. So, uh well, unless you got something else, that's about all for no, tonight. That's all for me. Yeah. So we'll be back here. Uh, we well, I guess again 
Well, I think we could do it Sunday next week. I mean, New Year's Day isn't a holiday like Christmas Day is. So uh, I, I think we'll be back next uh, next Sunday. It works for me. Okay. So we'll see y'all here next Sunday at 11 Central Standard Time. Talking more football. All right. Say goodbye, bud. Goodbye.